Well, good morning. It is a Monday, and yeah, uh, a lot has happened. <laughs> I thought my nightmare was over and I woke up from it, but apparently not. And I had to deal with my daughter, and it went from a violent, aggressive psychosis to a... Um, paranoia kind of psychosis and she started acting funny and saying things that wasn't making sense and it was very alarming because ever since you know the first episode where it was violent and now I'm dealing with a different episode and I'm just like what in the world is going on with you and you know I was trying to find her you know, um, a primary care plus a psychiatrist and, you know, she's 21 now. So it's like you're trying to help them become an adult and okay, you know, when you're a parent, you're the one that's handling all the doctors and appointments and all that. Well, now it's transitioning over to her taking over that kind of responsibility of being an adult and it wasn't going so well. And it's like I'm trying to communicate with her, like, hey, this is what we got to do. And, you know, I write instructions on how to find her primary, you know, find a primary care. She could choose which one she wants and all of this. But at the same time, you know, she's, she wasn't really come back after the first episode. So it was frustrating and trying to get her to... um you know, get this going to get her the help that she needed. She wanted therapy and, and a psychiatrist. And I'm like doing my best. And she was still not quite right. And I'm trying to pay attention to signs and, and whatnot. But, and then she started repeating herself. And then, you know, she's always questioning, you know, um, about this person, about a friend on this and I'm like well they're fine you know and it got to the point where um her sister she got her sister involved and her sister's communicating with me and she's 17 you know her her baby sister and I'm like okay there's something definitely going on and I tried to get communicate with her uh her partner boyfriend that she started a relationship with and he he's like really clueless of you know what's truly going on and you know when you don't know and you don't understand certain things um, especially after you know what I've experienced and trying to share with somebody that's young as well and uh, it that got to be another challenge and I was like oh my god I, I, what do I do who do I go to you know and I found myself, I, I, I wind up picking her up finally. This was like Thursday, I do believe. And um, I, she was just, I could tell when I saw her, she was um, a little shaking, anxious, agitated. Um, her mind was going like a million miles an hour. And I'm just, just like, oh my God. <laughs> You know let's go see Mary you know a good friend of mine who is a 
um, a spiritual advisor, a certified hypnosis therapist. So I'm like, well, if we could get her, you know, to go through a hypnosis session to get to the subconscious mind to help relax her and relieve some of this, her, this tension and the stress that's going on in her body, maybe I can find out what's going on to where it would help guide me to what to do next. Because I was like literally going out of my mind and beside myself trying to figure out how to help my daughter. <coughs> Sorry. But then I get her in the car. Her, I had to bring her sister with me to drive her car to get it home so her father can fix the rest of it from that car accident and granted it was drivable but there was just you know minor things that needed to be done and so I take her all the way to go see my friend who who's also a counselor Mary and we try to get her to relax and she's like so concerned about her phone and I'm like, your phone's fine. Your phone, don't worry about it. Let's try to relax, baby. And um, she she was just going back and forth, like even thinking that her friends were tracking her. I mean, this is like, oh my gosh, girl, what is going on in that precious mind of yours? And I'm like, it's okay. We're going to find out and we're going to nip this in the bud. And even my my friend, after a few minutes of trying to get her to calm down to get her into a hypno hypnotic state to where she can work with her it, it was failing big time failing and um she she started to relax some because i could tell on her with her body language that she was starting to but it wasn't enough and my friend looked at me and we were able to get outside to where she couldn't hear us um she, she's she's far gone you you have to go to a facility i'm telling you there is something definitely going on with her little mind it's not there's something not right and i knew it and i was like what do i do you got to go to a facility and i'm like i can't i don't know she's 21 so the only thing that I could think of is take her back to that hospital that she was in before, hoping that they would admit her in and then she can start getting the help through them. So I was able to get her in the car and she was just going off concerned about her friends committing suicide. Then. Uh, one of her friends was on her on his way to their father's house and gonna kill her sister and I'm just like no Jacqueline's fine you know your sister's fine and she's like how do you know and you know we gotta go home we gotta go protect her and I'm like uh you're you're I was just on the phone with your sister, honey. You know, she's fine. Where's the car? She's, and I'm like, the car's fine. The car's at home, you know, and I'm trying to calm her down while I'm driving on I-95, you know, and she was just, I was like, I got to take her to the hospital. I can't, I, I don't know how much more I can bear this, going through this with her. And we wind up 
getting to the hospital and it took us 20 maybe 25 minutes from the parking lot and I had to call the security to help me like somebody help me my daughter's having an, an episode of some sort and she needs help and I just need someone to help me get her into the emergency room so they can admit her and finally they brought a wheelchair she got to the point of this state of her it's like the brain was not directing the feet to walk that kind of that's the best way I could describe it she just kept looking at me and looking at the people you know the security guards and looking at the wheelchair and it, 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 it like things weren't working to get her to walk and I just like bless your heart I'm like but I gotta get you in the emergency room finally we did they took her right in and then now here is the strangest thing we're sitting there now this is JFK North here in Palm Beach and I'm thinking like I'm looking around observing everything and I'm like is it a full moon or something like what in the world because of the the what was going on it was crazy it was like a madhouse and I'm looking at all these nurses and then I'm seeing the, these EMTs, these police officers, the first responders, it seemed like every five minutes they were coming in on this, you know, bringing somebody on a stretcher in. And my daughter, I noticed my daughters, like every time she saw them go by, she started like, and I realized she was having a flashback from the first episode of being with the police and the, and I'm like, I had to assure her that no that's not you honey there's somebody on the stretcher it's not you sweetie just calm down just breathe I'm ho I'm holding her hand and um, she it, 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 she also when I guess the, the um, person that registers you in with the little computer and trying to get your information and everything trying to talk to her she was becoming non like in and out of non-responsive non-talkative so that was concerning to me so I was trying to help her and it, it it and then trying to keep her calm plus help you know the woman get all the information she need and then with all the chaos that was going on around us it was so stimulating to her that she just you know panic paranoia and you know the whole nine yards going on with her and it was you know after we dealt with that I had to wind up signing papers because she was just so out of it and we just sat there and I noticed that you know every five minutes here comes the first responders the police officers and then the nurses uh, you know going back and forth and on top of that um, this hospitals under reconstruction in this emergency part now there's two I believe of the emergency ER area one is for people that are dealing with mental issues and then there's one like for injuries and things like that you know and you know who are sick but they separated him and I'm looking around 
And, you know, one nurse is like, yeah, I got four or five patients. I'm backlogged. It seemed like every nurse was dealing with four or five patients at a time, trying to, you know, get all their their blood, all this, IVs and all that stuff and trying to find out, okay, what are we going, you know, going through today, da, da, da. And I was just like, this is almost like worse than watching Grey's Anatomy. And a nurse heard me. He goes, oh, no, this is this is minor. Grey's Anatomy is more dramatic. And I'm like, are you sure about that? Because what I'm seeing is like, holy cow, you guys are just overwhelmed. And um, this nurse mentioned that they were understaffed. And with the reconstruction going on it just seemed even more than what I was witnessing and I was like oh my gosh you guys like and then seeing some of the other patients that were coming in and what they were dealing with I I was like wow no one I, I don't know if anybody really understands what goes on in this type of environment and, and what these nurses and what the first responders and the police officers you know actually go through when you're dealing with someone that's dealing with a, a mental episode or a mental disorder or a mental issue it is you have to have some some more than compassion patience understanding and the strength and the courage and the bravery to deal with what they deal with even dealing with my own daughter I barely can handle it I I couldn't do their job forget it (laughs) no way but I want to give the first responders the EMTs the police officers, these nurses that do this day in and day out, that are overwhelmed, overstressed, but they keep doing, they keep going. They do this job because they have this gift, they have this skill. And I feel like they are way underpaid and they don't give, they don't get enough recognition and credit for what they do so I am dedicating this episode to them and all and 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 you especially if you are have dealt with mental disorders um anything that meant your mental health I and you are still here and I give you praise one for not giving up two for getting home and three if you are a parent and you are a young adult that is struggling are you you know someone that's struggling get help whatever there is some sort of help out there for you and it's it's hard and I can't imagine what you know you guys go through it, it's just it's heart-wrenching 
to me to see, you know, between the the EMTs, the police officers, the nurses, and the doctors having to deal with someone that's not in their right mind and and continue to try to help the best way they know how to help the person. And my daughter and the shape she's in and watching her go through what she goes, that she's going through, it's not only hard, but it gave me inspiration to continue doing what I'm doing, talking about this and sharing it with you in hopes that it helps, you know, you and others to, you know, transform, become and, and awaken and realizing that, you know, we are all connected you know, and if there's a saying that I always say, you know, you really shouldn't judge, shouldn't, you know, and the best way is like, you don't judge a person or have an attitude towards somebody or react to somebody that is acting in a behavior um that it I, I can't even the best way I could describe it is you don't know what that person's going through, what they've been through and why they're behaving in such a way. So why not show compassion, be understanding and even ask yourself, this person must be going through something, so I'm not going to judge them. I'm not going to badmouth them. I'm not going to say anything ill over them or negative over them. And why can't we all do that? You know, you don't know what it's like until you're in the their shoes. And if you can understand, if you've been through what they've been through, then you can understand and show compassion of what, like, oh, I know what that's like. I've been there, you know, and with everything that I've been through and have overcome from all the abuse that I've endured, oh, I, I'm surprised I still have my, my sanity. But see that I understand the, and, and came to realize I chose to go through this in order to be able to understand, have the experience to where I understand. I can understand what you're going through. I can understand because I have the experience and the knowledge and the wisdom of what you've been through. And I can share that with you. So, and then I realized that, well, shit, if I could get through this, I could get through anything. That's my philosophy now. And yeah, I keep going through some stuff. And I just gain wisdom out of it. And I have an experiencing, um, instead of a conceptual knowing, I have an experiencing knowing. There's a difference. And then you can get through it and 
transform your life. And yes, there is help available. Sometimes we get so, like my daughter, she, she just got so caught up and, and forgot, one, to take care of herself by not being hydrated, not getting enough sleep, and not eating the way she should be eating. Because eating food, the right food, you know, and drinking plenty of water, staying hydrated, and getting sleep does make a difference because it's you're giving nutrients to your mind. Your mind is so powerful and so uh, it, it, like a genius. It, it's if you you can't realize how important your mind is. And yes, you, it is like a motherboard on a computer hard drive. And it keeps getting data, keeps getting information and recording everything from the time you're born till now where you're at. So, and Dr. Joe Dispenza it says that the, yeah, your mind does record everything. It's to un learn to relearn so you can transform and become a new you and I feel now with what my daughter is going through now she needs behavioral therapy a psychiatrist and she's going to need some meds now and that's the one thing she didn't want to have but now we're at that we got to that point where okay we're gonna have to get some meds now to get some balance so you can have more clarity and get you back on track and eating and staying hydrated and getting enough sleep to get you grounded and centered and then we can do the holistic approach and <clears throat> it's I, I believe now you can use some modern therapy that's available and holistic and get to the point where you have transformed your mind body and soul to be that best version of you your true authentic self and live your best life now it is a process it it takes practice but if you can believe that anything's possible it can happen. I've seen other people do it. And now, and know of other people that have overcame and done miraculous transformations. And I want to encourage you too. My daughter is going to be a new best version of herself, but it is going to take some time and some new habits as well. And to get to that point to get to that point to where she's enjoying her life she's a brand new person and she loves her life and I definitely want to um, encourage, encourage inspire motivate you to whatever it is that I can 
say to get you to realize you are precious each and every one of you are precious and important and you are loved and I know sometimes we go through things that are very difficult very hard very emotional and yes it does affect us mentally too but you are very important you're special you are divine beings all of you and I love you and that's why I'm here and I have some exciting things even through going what I'm going through that are coming up I am gonna um, broadcast my show to where I'm gonna have guests and I just um, came across uh, someone who is very dear very special that has um, has struggled with mental disorder and he actually reached out to me and I'm actually in a London Real Brian Rose's Broadcast Yourself course to help me get to that broadcasting of my own talk show and Brian Rose is a very and his whole team is very supportive very helpful and one of my classmates actually his name is Brandon and he reached out and told me he totally understands what I'm going through with my daughter um, and especially what my daughter is going through because he, he he deals with mental disorder but he's gotten help and I can't wait to have him on my show to share his story his message how he has overcome and I'm gonna do this in hopefully the beginning of May I'm getting the platform everything together so I can have my talk show so I can have these guests share their 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 life uh, experience how they transformed themselves what help they got what they did to help you too and I look forward to many more guests in order for um, to help you inspire you motivate you I'm gonna have history ancient civilizations um, which is very important and science and spirituality I honestly feel that the the clues of history the pieces of history that is not spoken of then we get science science and the discoveries that have come about now and spirituality they all go together in order to help us on our journey and I have a little uh, something to share with you to encourage you because I told you I would it's been a little crazy but I found um, here just a, a self-confidence formula part um, here's one it says I realize the dominating thoughts of my mind will eventually reproduce themselves in outward physical action and gradually transform themselves into physical reality therefore I will concentrate my thoughts 30 minutes daily upon the task of thinking of the person I intend to become thereby creating in my mind a clear mental picture of that person 
So I encourage you that I saw that um, yesterday and I wanted to make sure I put this in this episode. So just do that. Start there and get the help. And if you need advice of where to begin, how to go about it, contact me. I'm here to help you wherever you're at. And I wanted to take this time to share this with you and look forward to more because I'm just beginning and I'm not going to stop until I know that I'm making a difference in, in somebody's life by sharing my messages, by sharing my experiences. And that's my intentions. That's the whole reason why I started this. My intentions is to help as many as I can to realize so it can transform their life and become the best version of themselves so you can live your best life now. So I'll talk to you next Monday and look forward to my broadcast show. Have a good day. This is Wake Up With. This is Wake Up With KC. Thank you for sharing your time with me. I hope this episode helped you. Join me every Monday and you can reach out and say hey at wakeupwithkc at gmail.com. Have an amazing week and talk to you next Monday for more amazing topics to share with you that you don't want to miss.